Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, and just like that. And just like that, we're back. We're back, but not with these New Yorkers. No, the I realized though that the cast of the show we're going to talk about is they are truly and just like that. What do you mean? Like they are the girls, older women, they are single, New sexy Yorkers. New Yorkers, fabulous, brash. Yeah, they fight, they make up, they fight big, and they love big, and they love big, and, and they, they get big. plastic surgery. Like they are do, they are the ones okay. that are doing the work of and just like that. So they were like ten years ahead of their time. They really were. I mean, we're taking it back to a place of 2011. Mm-hmm. A, a better year. A better year. Things a vibe were, of yesteryear. Things were simpler then. Well, they were pretty bad in America at that time. What was going on? The recession. Oh, yeah. Things were tough. But you know who's not having a tough time is the ladies of Staten Island. They um, haven't fallen on tough times yet. But before we start, before we begin. We have a bunch of things. We have some things We to have get. a lot of things to cover and get out of the way. I need to talk... I was shooketh by this, and mm-hmm. I sent it to you, and I posted it. But like, thank you to the person, the the reader who you remain shaken by this couple, and I'm here I'm for truther. you to process them. I'm a truther for this couple. I think they're they're, they're a government are, plant. They're a government plant, but they're also just like the dregs of heterosexuality. Like, just like we're being so like of celebrity like relatability the virus of celebrity relatability where they're trying so hard to show that they're just like us but they're not Mm -hmm. and this takes it to this couple takes it to another level worse than like ashton and mila worse than any of that kind of brand of you know 40s celeb couple yeah mary married long time married Long time kids, like family, heterosexual, oh. deeply heterosexual. Hetero hell. Like, never has there ever been a question about their sexuality. They're so heterosexual. They're so straight and just like. But you know what? Here's the deal. Some we're talking people, about Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. Yeah. We'll get back to we'll get the back. we'll get back we'll to the scariness that. that I have to have like a heterosexual thought really quick. Okay. Is that we process that lifestyle as being very strange and i truly i'm like i don't understand your ways Mm -hmm. and what makes you tick yeah and your interests it's almost comical how stereotypical heterosexuality is yeah 
Like when I interact with heterosexual couples, I'm like everything that they and the ones I'm talking about, like raw heterosexuality, everything they say to me is like it feels like it's an SNL skit or something. It's like it's like kind of supernaturally predictable. Yeah. Like you're like, you you know what you know what they're going to say. I finish their sentences as they say them to me because you're it's like in your head, you're thinking I've seen this before. And I've grown up my whole life. This has been like marketed to me. It's actually really interesting because people like gay people or queer people who are just like sort of grown up in that world, but like feeling on the outside of it. We are really good at. We're experts in a way mm-hmm. at like kind of determining what's going to come next. Almost like an algorithm. Yeah. And it's like, we're, we're almost fluent in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, I know, like you're sitting at dinner with like a straight couple and you're like, I know what they're going to say next in your head. Yeah. And it's not bad all the time. No, it just and some, is And very... some people, some straight couples are really cool, lollers, you know, weird, funny. Like I'm not talking, we're talking about like vanilla extra- extract where yeah. it's like just. Just you're in a life of heterosexuality that's like. It's like you and your boyfriend and your dog and like football games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Let's, by the way, say a prayer for the city of Los Angeles about this weekend. I'm in a place of denial. My of- doctor told me this morning that t- one ticket for Super Bowl is $6,000. And if you want to park at the SoFi Stadium, it's $2,000. Why would anyone want to park there? To tailgate? Can you just Uber? People want to tailgate and like camp there. People are camping there, I think. There's <laughs> nothing, nothing is worse than tailgate culture. The Super Bowl. Than football. Tailgating? Tailgating specifically. <laughs> I have never once in my life, and I have been dragged to so many tailgates, oh, sure. it's actually obscene. You okey. Oh, yeah. Like, both parents went to OU, and, like, my dad's, like, hugely into their football team. And so I've gone to so many football games and, like, forced into, like, tailgating. I have never, ever understood. Had fun. No. It's violent. It's insane. It's when you're forced into it. I went to. I don't want to drink Coors Light and like vodka crayons, <laughs> and, and eat chips and fart. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not about that. I mean, I the only time I've ever tailgated like a f- sports game was for an Eagles game, and it was when Four Loco was still making like the jet fuel version, the original version, and my mm-hmm. friends and I all drank a four loco and all blacked out mm-hmm. and we had really good seats that my neighbor lent they had season passes so they gave us this one game and we were i think we got kicked out which is this, <laughs> and I, you have to really in philadelphia shit up to get kicked out of a philadelphia eagles game we were like i think people were like leave because oh we were just God. like like i i came to and we were in the third inning or third quarter and I was just like <laughs> the third inning, and I was just like, and I and then I just like remember cutting to and getting eating nachos. We were all sitting over like a a table eating nachos silently, mm-hmm. and then left. that feels right. But like that is, 
it wasn't fun. I've never had fun. Maybe one time I had fun at like a football game. People were peeing in the in between cars. Yeah. One time I had fun, but someone high fived me so hard. It like. What do you mean? Like when you when a team scores, you oh, high five each other. Like a man. A man high fived me so hard it like reverberated through my entire palm and like arm. It was the most violent high five. It was a shockwave. It was a it sent shockwave. <laughs> my sister and I were both this game, and this guy every time it scored, like you're supposed to go and high five everyone in your general vicinity, and he. Yeah. He high-fived me and high-fived her and we looked at each other. We said we can never high-five with him again. <laughs> and then we spent the rest of the game high-fiving everyone and like avoiding him so we wouldn't get shock high-fived to the grave. Wait, see, I don't... That's scary and like I don't like... I mean, I have fun. Like I can get into like, you know, swim meets. Like I've been... I like getting excited about a sports thing if I'm in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. But I that that pressure to you must do it's like a Catholic mass where you have to go like peace be with you and also with you and you have to shake hands like I don't yeah. like that I like, like high fiving more than I like saying hi to my neighbor in church but no but but feeling like ugh, every time here I go I'm gonna have to high five Slenderman you know with his like <laughs> weird like I'm gonna have to get like Dwayne Johnson high fived where my full <laughs> arm goes ricocheting off. <laughs> through a field goal it was yeah. truly so painful but football it's weird tr- it's weird football's bizarre it's crazy that it's even still happening and we're all just like allowing it to happen where these like big beefy men get cte yeah just <laughs> give each other brain damage and then hurt it their, is, and guess, then hurt the their most, wives <laughs> i would rather see a gladiator fight like, I would rather see mm-hmm. men sword each other until death and, like, release, like, fight tigers to the death. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting what people, like, I, like, Simon loves hockey, which is, like, very, because his twin played it. But, like, when I first learned that about him, I was like, oh, my God. Like, because it's like. You're red flagging. No, I was just like, I was, it's such a, like, brute sport or, like, a very, like, and it's, and then. It's just interesting, like, someone will be unsuspecting about their love of a certain game. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I know people that are just, like, really seem very chill and, like, into, like, the arts. And then they're really into football. And it's, like, when I find that out, I'm shook. Do you know? Or, like, base, like, football and baseball. I mean, football is at least a little more exciting, I think, than, like, baseball. I can't. Baseball is, like... Both are, I'm fuging right now, even thinking. I would rather go, like, I would go to, like, a live baseball game. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, and it's that's spring. Like fun-ish. But football, I, I, I never understand this about football, is that they, like, they will drag 30 seconds for four hours. Yeah, it's infuriating. And I'm like, wait, there's, like, we're, time is so flux. It didn't And help. that's very, like very again like that's hetero hell like we we own time mm-hmm. the straights are like we can i'm like i need to be somewhere i need to be somewhere I and they're like home. i'm like oh two minutes left in the no. game and two hours later you're still just like sitting there being like yeah. what is happening it really the, didn't help me they're like time pirates a young <laughs> a young lady with a tenuous grasp on numbers and math 
it didn't help. Football didn't. I'm the woman with the equation. Yeah, it was really. But but, but who ca- who really cares about the Super Bowl? I mean, tons of people. Who's even performing? Who's the musical person this year? Is there anyone? I don't think. I don't know. I, I, I oh, Katy Perry, right? Oh, really? I, I just made that up. <laughs> I think. I feel is like she is. I, I think it's someone like Katy Perry. I. I truly have not heard a single peep. Also, the Olympics are happening. The Olympics are one of the darkest things happening in the world right now. That photo of the ski luge like next to like a nuclear power plant and everything's just brown. There's no snow on the ground. Why are they happening there? Didn't we just have Olympics in China? Also, didn't the Olympics just happen? Well, they had to move them from last year. I know, but I don't. I'm like... I, we're living in a state of just like constant Olympics. I, again, we're going back it's to what sports we were, only. What we I'm, were talking about of like the heteros win again. No, ju- but just like the the hyper normalization. Like, oh, the Olympics are happening. Like, what? I'm truly so anti Olympics. I mean, I'm I like, like ice skater. I like that. If you're not gonna have the Olympics in a very snowy area, then I don't honor your Olympics. And in my mind, they're not happening. It's not even snowing. They're literally having to just like make fake yeah. like snow areas. It's weird. Okay, who's performing at the Super Bowl? I swear it's Katy Perry. Okay, you are really wrong. Who oh, is wait. It? It's Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. That's cool. That's a cool lineup. That's very and all very LA. Except for Eminem. Eminem. But <laughs> I'm Kendrick, like, we could lose Eminem. But Snoop actually, Dog. if he's going to do... They're probably going to do a lot of, like, Chronic 2001, which was... I'll, remains one of the best albums of all time. So for that... I'll get a kick out of seeing Dre and Eminem together. Yeah. And I love Kendrick Lamar. That's a cool... That, yeah, and that I would love be cool Mary. to be there. Mary's the queen. I want to just go Uber there for the halftime show and then Uber out. Okay. Who can make that happen? Also, these people that are like, I want to go to like a fun celeb field. It's like, so I'm going to shelve out 6,000 a person. The celebrities aren't paying for their tickets. They're just getting in. Yeah. It's all. I don't know. I just would rather spend $6,000 on so many other things. Why did I say Katy Perry? I should have Airbnb'd my apartment for like. $8,000. $8,000. Where is SoFi? Is it in... It's by LAX, I think. Oh, okay. So, yes. I mean, this would be a good... I mean, anywhere would be good. People anywhere are probably willing good. to stay in like Chatsworth. Yeah. To go to down all the way to LAX. Okay, but let's get back okay. to Dax and Green. <laughs> we really... <laughs> we lost we the We just plot. went into like We're an LA... sucked into... A vortex of football, and that's what football shot, fucking does. That's what it does. I will tune in for Mary, and I will not tune in for the sports. <laughs> yeah, the I'll t- watch the halftime show. I'll watch show. the halftime show, but I won't watch time being slowed down for mm-hmm. eight hours. No, I mm-hmm. though I am going to a Super Bowl party. We'll see. I am going. You are. You are. But I won't be watching. But I'll be, I'll be chatting. I'll be chatting and having my own... I like, when does it even start? Who even cares? Like, I'm in it for like shrimp cocktail. Ooh. I'm looking to I'm looking to get the seafood. I'm looking to get some pretty shrimpy this weekend. I feel like I did like 
I remember this one Super Bowl party I went to. I like was doing blow, which is like yeah, people do that. <sighs> I went anyway. to one in Malibu when I first moved out here, like in a Malibu mansion off the PCH. For who? For whomst? My roommate that I lived with when I first moved to LA, I like moved in with this model named Bianca, like an ex model. And she was very like in the LA scene. And she was like, come to the Super Bowl party. She said, come on, girl. And I went with my friend Jenna and it was at Larry Rudolph. Is it Larry Rudolph or who, who was Britney's Spears' manager named Larry? Oh, I, don't, I forgot. It was at his house. Was she there? No. Brittany wasn't there. I think she was conserved at this oh, time. Okay. But it was like wild. Yeah. I mean, it was just like. The Malibu scene? I mean, it was a Malibu scene, but it wasn't like it. the Malibu oh, okay. scene. It was just like, but it was a scene nonetheless. Well. And then I went, I gave my number I started talking to this like older guy and I gave him my number and he was a producer and he was like, let me take you out to dinner. And he took me out to dinner at Matsuhisu like the next week, but dinner was at 9 PM. So I knew it wasn't going to be a business meeting and that he was just trying to like take me on a date. And I walked into Matsuhisu and went to sit down and Amy Poehler was at the bar and I just like locked eyes with her really quick. And I was like, God damn it. Like, she knows that I'm just like on this date with this producer. Did she like watch you? It was just like a brief. You were like lock. two women being like. It was just a I two women like knowing what each other was doing there. Yeah, she was and there. She was there to just enjoy have, to life, just sitting at the bar, lolling, spending her hard-earned money. And I was truly like naive, just moved to LA, thought that the, someone wanted to help me out with like jobs. Ingenue. but really. He wanted to... He wanted to hold my hand across the table. Did he? He did for a second, and then he tried to kiss me in the parking lot, and I fled. I also had a boyfriend at the time. I was like, babe, I'm just going out cute? to dinner. It's a business... No, he was like an older... He was not... He was not... <laughs> Listen to me. I'm like, was he hot? <laughs> he wasn't hot. It was truly... I was like, oh, this is like how this happens. Damn. Which I just wasn't in a place. And I'm. I've never been in a place of... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No shade I, to anyone that is. No. I'm, live your life. But I was like, dark. I, love I was Poehler. darked out. And then getting that reflected back to me by a true queen and a princess. I was like, I have to get out of here. She went. I've never been back to Matsuhisu. Really? I love it there. And we got it. We should go. She went. Corrective experience. She went. I see you. She did. And it really, it actually like grounded me. In, like, my own truth. Well, thank you to Amy Poehler. Yeah. She has no idea the impact. She saved you that night. Her impact. She gave you just a little bit of extra. It was I, so brief. I know the score. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, Dax and Kristen <laughs> are... I saw... Someone sent it to me, and I thought it was a BuzzFeed Instagram graphic with a caption. And I thought for a second that it was, like, a... It almost looked like a click hole. Why is this little... His booty's up on me. <laughs> He's perching. Okay. And it was like, because you know how they're always talking about like they're how gross saying, they are? Yeah, they're always doing something that's it was, like, we're it said, so gross. Dax and Kristen revealed that their children all sleep in the same room as them. And they're so gassy that they didn't realize a rotting smell coming from inside their mattress. 
So I had seen this article in the Daily Mail like the night before. Oh, and it's real. And it's real. And the the Daily Mail was like more focused on the fact that their daughters like sleep in the same room as them. Uh, also very strange. On the floor. Very and weird. Just like, also loop us out. Like parents, I guess parents are always just like, doing what they have to do for their brat kids. But like, it's a little weird. I wouldn't. But also, like, we but, didn't have to know this. Yeah. That's so then, the thing. But what was so strange, they're like, we all ate crazy food, and then we fart, 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 farted up the room, and then it smelled so bad for days, and then I figured out that the smell was coming from the mattress, and Dax had put a, filled up a water mattress with a protein shake. They sleep on a waterbed? Or like a some I'm assuming it's like a mattress topper that you fill with water. I don't I don't know, but oh, I'm like for like that cooling thing. I guess so. But why? That's disgusting. Let's like take out everything. Why did he put a protein shake? Oh, and it's like rotting milk. But like, why? But like that's a choice. Because he probably was like, oh. I'm just gonna. He probably just found a water bottle and was like, oh, I'm just gonna fill it up with this. Or, like, top it off with this They never water. got into, like, the logistics of that, though. I'm like, that's the most important info. So it was, like, rotting fart powder and water and milk mixed together. And it was, like... It was gone. like they were sleeping on a corpse. And here's the thing. Other than the <laughs> obvious, like, how did this happen? I, I don't need- actually want to know. And I... Went to bed last night knowing this. Like, mm-hmm. we all went to bed last night knowing, or all of us, meaning, like, the the few people who, like, care about this. We've taken on. We've taken on a burden. And it's, like, these celebrity. it's, no one needs to know this. Their it's, burden is now our burden. It's weird, yeah. But, like, shit happens. Keep it to yourself. And this is something we talked about with, like, what 2022 should be all about. And I think it's saying less. Not mm-hmm. telling people things. You don't have to tell people that your room full of fart smells was was usurped by the smell of a rotting corpse in your mattress. But to go back to straight culture for a second, okay. I feel like the people that appreciate stories like this and the people they're doing it for are like other parents who like have similar problems. I but as a so. single woman with no kids, that single, makes me a single queer woman, a single bisexual goddess with zero children. It makes me happy with my life decisions that I don't have to a deal with like two farty kids sleeping on the floor of my room. I only have one king whose GI system is great. There's minimal farts and not like my idiot husband filling up our air mat or mattress with like protein shake. It's bizarre. I'm literally like I would kill myself. Yeah. It's very like, there's a lot of gratitude in reading this. Cause it's like, but I do think parents really relate. Cause that is the life. The lifestyle of a parent is farts, protein shake in the bed. And like just, Having just a constant state of SMH at your husband. And it just is, it's a lot. And she was like, and she went into the gritty of like, she went down to like the feet area. His And I'm like, she's talking about his feet. And I'm like, oh, everything's probably smelly. It's so smelly. Hetero life (laughs) is so smelly. 
is. Like, no one wants to talk about how stinky heterosexual people are. And they are actually way stinkier than gay people and straight people. Well, do you even understand the things that you have to go through? Like, I've, I'm constantly aware of my own sense. Me too. And I'm, I have and I don't burned. even get like, right. I don't even get, oh no, I get mama gets right. Uh, sometimes I smell my BO and I'm like, I smell like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but like I'm in a place of like trying to keep things like natural deodorant, like blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, sex prep is, it's a, but like queer people don't smell bad because we cannot afford to smell bad some do oh actually yes yeah, some actually <laughs> some very, are into that some are ripe but that's like its own thing but i would venture to say that heterosexual households are smellier than and households with kids but i think probably heteros with kids houses smell way worse than gay couples with kids i've always got a candle burning in my and me and simon's home i'm always ripping diffusers and like it's it's a it's a lot of work goes into it and mm -hmm. it's like but i i take pride in like smelling good and making where i live smell good yeah and i think and i try go out of my way to make sure Tony, i mean your place smells good my place is smelling good it doesn't I smell like a dog which air is good purifier, yeah no dog smells it, that's hard and sometimes like even the nicest place you'll be in like a really gorgeous home and you'll be like smells like dog in here no i can't do it and then also I bathed this little. Yeah, he's a, you're a clean person. Like we're we are clean people. There are. I mean, how are gays keeping it together and gays being out clean, there. despite children and heteros just re get really sloppy? Um, I think it's uh, compensating for overcompensating for like trauma. <laughs> Trauma and shame propels the gays forward into to a place smell of good, clean smell, smell good. It's like gays almost have a Mormon-esque approach to perfection mm -hmm. where it's like they strive for perfection. They are Mormons in that way. So the they're going to smell good. They're going to have dip tea going. Yeah. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s and it's 
been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And A huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sexy unique. Can we talk about the Tinder swindler? I didn't watch it. You haven't watched it. Should we table it and then talk about yeah. it next week? I'll watch it this weekend. Okay, watch it this weekend and we'll talk about it next week. I watch, I started watching a show on Netflix. We went on to Netflix to turn it on and then mm-hmm. we got sidetracked by this zombie show, this Korean. Oh, yeah. It's really good. I heard that's really good. Korea, shout out to Korea. You guys are killing it. Yeah, South Korea has like... You've been killing it for a long time. But they're, they're, they're movie, they're just, they're, there's something so like, it's like a real, I guess it must be like the equivalent of like the French new wave kind of thing of just like this... Dystopian. No, but just what they're putting out and like the, you know the last few years of like specific especially the last few years of movies and shows are just in, incredible mm-hmm. and they're just like tapped they're tapped into something right now yeah and it's this show is you know it's about teenagers and they're all like everything every character is so rich and like the dialogue is amazing and they're they're weird in a really authentic way not in like a like stranger things way mm-hmm. you know it's like my god that's all I have to say. No, South Korea's fucking slang. And they, yeah, they have, they're on the dystopia beat. Like, they just are like, they're getting, mm-hmm. they've, they're in the zeitgeist of something. They are. So, I want to go to South Korea. We got to get this pod. Yeah. Popular in Asia. Someday we'll, we'll take it we to. We got to really expand to the Asian I want to go to market. Seoul. I would die to go to Seoul. That's so cool. Yeah. Anyways, that's on the agenda. The agenda Putting is... Putting on the agenda, getting huge in Asia. Mm. Japan. Mm. South Korea. Mm. Mm. It's giving. Indonesia. Sure. Thailand. China. Mm. We'd have to really <laughs> play it straight <laughs> to get to China. When they start... We have to really like walk things back several, several steps to mm. get... When they to stop, break through and like really make a dent in the Chinese yep. marketplace. Mm-hmm. When the government stops putting down protests, we can say, we we will... can say you're st- <laughs> we're straight straight couple. Yeah, we have to go full hetero. Mm-hmm. We have to channel our inner Dax and Kristen right. 
to get accepted we're into doing, the Chinese market. We're doing a parent podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about our zany just kids. raising kids and <laughs> just them farting up the house. Just, uh, <laughs> okay, but enough well, about all that. Well, those are all in the, that's down the, that's the, in the, yeah. the docket. We're mm-hmm. going to put that in an Excel spreadsheet and stew on it a little. Our yeah. plan to take Asia by storm. It's gonna happen. I mean, we're already we're already infiltrating Europe. I really do think. Like, I want to go to South America. Yeah, I want to go to Mexico. We'll go east and then south. I know we have listeners that live in Mexico. Oh, for sure. Anyway, but let's get into let's go let's go let's take it to a, a place of east, but not beyond the Atlantic. Yeah, right before, right on the edge, right on the edge of glory. Some may call it. Little Amsterdam. I'm trying to think of what New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Back in the day, it was called New Amsterdam, and today it's called Staten Island. Staten Island. Well, back in the day, it was called something. I think it was just like a landfill. <laughs> yeah, it was just a garbage pile floating in the sea. But we're we're back, guys. We're heading back to the gorgeous island of Staten. Mm-hmm. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique Podcast. Podcast. The, the Matriarchs of Mosadel. So we're on season two of Mob Wives. It is great. Great to be back. To be back. It was a sunny, a beautiful, summery, sunny day in Staten Island. And it feels like very reflective of what we're getting today. Yeah. We're getting unseasonably warm weather in LA right now. It's fully like summer vibes. But I have to say I bought this season on Amazon and that was a huge mistake. The music. Because the music, they're cursing me with, it's a man, man, (laughs) Wait, that, uh, an episode of Jersey Shore that came on. No. (laughs) It's classic Italian American it television. But, but where's boom? Oh, babe, I don't the know no more. The big, the big bang. bang the, the reason, reason I'm, I'm alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got some lip filler yesterday, so I can't really whistle anymore. Laura's lips are in a place of leaps. I'm Laura's, fully lips. Lara's Dua Lipa. I'm Dua Lipa, <laughs> and I'm also channeling lips from Euphoria. That was yesterday when they were really the swollen girl. afterwards. I was just like doing like my best like porny lip vibe mm. in the mirror to myself. It felt sometimes it's nice to just have lips. Lips. Renee is getting her own. <laughs> she's getting some a judging of her own. She's not wasting. Any time. Renee gets driven to a hospital by her son, her long-suffering child, AJ. <laughs> Shout out to AJ. Shout out to AJ. Our tax-evading queen. You are a warrior. <laughs> Never stop fighting. So he's bringing his mom. Renee's getting a full-body makeover. She's, She's going like, to Staten Island Special Surgery. Which... Honey, I would not go there after this endeavor. I hope She's suing. I would. That's a lawsuit, right? Doctor Clapper, like this. Did anyone ever go see him ever again after this? Well, okay. So Renee, Renee's. She's got like, she's got a few pounds she wants to lose, and she's like, I want instant gratification. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, addict. I was like, (laughs) I was like, good for her. I literally was like, 
yes, queen, like get your body right. I forgot and slash didn't know what was to come. So I was like, she's wanted this for so long. It's Mm -hmm. great to see a girl boss winning. I was also wondering where does she get all the discretionary income to spend on a BBL? I think it's don't worry. I think it's a don't worry about it kind of money. I mean, her dad was like a lieutenant. I think they probably have money stashed away. They're, it's like Cayman Islands. Yeah. I mean, they're, she's clearly has means. She lives in like... Yeah, a big brick well house. Off. Um, but she's dragging AJ. She's going to get carved up like a jack-o'-lantern. She's getting carved up like a fucking... Yeah. A, a fucking a, Christmas ham. A fucking <laughs> <She> honey-glazed <laughs> ham. And she she's, g- she's getting her butt lifted. She's getting her tummy tucked and she's getting lipo and like all this shit. So her back, she goes, they cut you all around and they cut, they lift up your butt and they put all of this in there. Like she does a whole breakdown of everything she's getting. And I was like, damn. And she's still (laughs) damn. And she was in pretty good spirits at first. She was doing like plastic surgery, operating table comedy. But I think she, Renee is very, has one foot in the other side at all times. So it, she got like a bad feeling right before she was put under. And she goes, you just hear her go, oh no, I'm thinking of Kanye West's mother right now. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And it Donda was truly, truly, it was too late. <laughs> truly. It was truly. It was too late to like pull the plug yeah. on this operation. She was going under. She's literally getting anesthesia as she's being like, oh no, she's channeling Donda. She's Donda like told a... her, don't do it. But she, I think she was having like a pram. And yeah. she, and then when they, they show the surgery and she, they take her access <laughs> Carrie. fat out and like anyone's is going to look like this, but it literally looks like sushi. Like it looks like salmon that they're preparing. Like it's the absolute it's heinous slabs of fat. I was also like, Renee does a really good job. I didn't even know that she had that much Fat. Renee looks great. I think they obviously took too much because of what happens next. But like, well, she told them to. She was like, take as she, she literally said, take as much out as you can. True. Sl- it was a slab. It slab was a city. Put the slab on the barbecue. Um, it looked like ribs. They throw it on a scale. Boneless ribs. What do they do with all that skin? Do they, they put, just throw it in the trash? I and think then, they put it in like those vats of like. And that Lord. was like Fight Club, what they were stealing for the to make the explosives. Yeah, and the soap. The explosives. <laughs> we can't. I'm stroking. No, out. it was really like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you see like a sushi chef preparing fish. Yeah, it's like, sashimi vibes. It's like sashimi. It looks like tamago. It looks like the eggs. Yeah. Yes. It's the egg. Oh, <laughs> bloody tamago. It's dripping. So oh, truly. Oh, I literally went. Oh. Imagine. But that's on like holding that's on every... in your arms <gasps> thirty five pounds stop, 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 stop. Of, a, of a human being's fat slabs. <laughs> it's really like it's it really, really wild. It really dark me out. And they don't they don't censor anything because it's Amazon. Yeah. Um, and then she we cut to Carla's house. Then Carla's cleaning the pool. And Drita comes over and the two of them share some margaritas. Drita goes, we're just going to get together, have a drink and take some sun. They both look great. Mm-hmm. Drita's still my queen. 
this is when I was like, this is in just like that. I was like, these ladies are all doing the damn thing. They put on their little bikinis and they tan outside, Mm -hmm. drinking some mugs. The sun's beaten down. They both look great. Their bodies are snatched to the gods. They are. And Drita goes, I'm so rusty. They're talking about dating and they're both single now. Mm-hmm, Drita's had enough of Lee because Lee fucking he cheated, cheated on her. Drita's like, I want to fuck up every girl that Lee cheated on me with. She so is, she's like, I want to beat their asses. Do I want to beat their ass with a crowbar? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do think that would make me feel better. Just for GP. General purposes. General purposes? <laughs> Drita is she's good, creating in a her place own. of crowbar. She's also in a place of she's in a place of slapjack. Mm-hmm. But she's also in a place of making up like that GP, GP general purposes. And Carla's just like talking about how her ex, when he gets out of jail, like she's gonna have to be okay with him dating other people as long as they're good to the kids. She Joe, says. Joe, he's out now though. Yeah, isn't he's, he living in wherever hot. the halfway house or something? No, he's not out yet. Oh, no, he is out. He is out. Yeah. He got out last season. Oh, right. Um, and I guess Lee hasn't even admitted to the affairs. No. His vibe is deny till you die. Deny till you die. When caught in a lie, deny, deny, deny. I mean, bank robber behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut back to <laughs> Hospital de Staten Island, and Renee Staten Island Surgery looks Center. like Pepe the Frog. <laughs> She does. Renee, so, she is like Pepe. Fentanyled out of her. She's tranked. Her eyes are just like on either side of her head, and she's very out of it. And something is not right with Renee because she keeps, she's moaning in agony. Something's not right. Oh, she woke up God. in the worst pain she's ever felt in her life, and she's going. Bad, 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 so bad. bad. AJ comes in. She goes, oh, AJ, it's (laughs) terrible. She's just another day, another day of traumatizing her her only child. She goes, AJ, (laughs) make it go away. Make it go away. He goes, Ma, you're going to be okay. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. She's like, oh, (laughs) God. Please, 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 please make it go away. I was like, Renee, you need to (laughs) calm down. But then she sits up suddenly and she goes, oh. (laughs) She goes, "Uh uh-oh. And you realize she just pulled out all of her stitches, which is not her fault at all. It's the fault of. I think okay. Here was my your truth. I don't know what ha- what came Did of she this. Do it like, on purpose? No, I think Renee is a drama queen, right? Like we know that. Yeah. So it's hard to parse out what is true, like pain that's like a surgery gone wrong versus just Renee being Renee. And then like the sit. I don't think you're supposed to like. I don't think you're supposed to like after you get truly cut all the way around your fucking stomach like sit up quickly i think no. you're probably supposed to be helped and like she wrapped have, up she made a boo-boo i think, I think she made a boo-boo and then she but like, it's also like i wonder if she did sue now i need to look it up because look, i'm thinking that okay i'm gonna look into this okay. but i think he did okay so renee <laughs> i didn't know renee was on celebrity big brother I think she was also in Celebrity Rehab. Oh, my God. I got to watch that. Renee. Okay. Twist. 
Renee didn't sue Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper sued Renee. Why? For $77 million after she publicly claimed she almost died on his operating table. 77 mil. It gets worse. Oh my God. But then I found, so Renee then did have a butt lift that turned out right, but the doctor that she went to was like charged with malpractice by like many, many people for like talking on his cell phone during operations and like botching people. But no, okay, Dr. Andrew Clapper claims his business has been drastically hit after Graziano went on TV to talk about how she almost died on the operating table. He also says she failed to pay the $30,000 fee he charges for the multiple cosmetic surgeries. He told The View... Oh, no, she told The View that she lost six pints of blood. The View? Yeah. She was on The View? (laughs) Where hasn't she been? Damn. The operation was filmed as part of the reality show Graziano... Went to the Clapper's clinic in 2011. Soon after, she gave several interviews where she described how the surgery almost killed her. But Dr. Clapper, 43, claims in legal papers that Graziano had falsely claimed he almost killed her during a botched operation. His lawyer, Barry Levin, said Graziano has waged a vendetta against his client, including the filing of a false report with the state board that licenses doctors last March. He also said Graziano falsely claimed Clapper never informed her of the risks involved in the surgery. The lawsuit filed by Levin in Brooklyn Supreme Court points out that no action was ever taken against Clapper. It also says Graziano never paid the surgeon, even though she claimed in interviews that the procedure costs her $30,000. The suit also seeks damages from the production company of Graziano's sister, Jennifer, who created Mob Wives, and from VH1 and the Weinstein Company, which produces the show. I always forget about that whenever I see their names. I know, I'm I'm like, like, ooh. Graziano's father, Anthony, was sentenced to 19 months in jail. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. I mean, I get that. If you, if, well, yeah. If, if like, she's telling, like, she, I think she, like, isn't even aware of how slanderous that is. So, like, she was just being dramatic and, like, turning it into her, like, narrative of redemption or something. That's why I think, like, maybe she. I think she. I think you're right. I think she stood up too fast. I. Th- but also, I'm thinking like if she was, if she's been battling addiction and has been like drinking oh. and using pills for a long time, like she wanted to get she. That also can really impact your like healing or the way that your body processes a surgery yeah. or like heals from a surgical procedure, and like, what if she was coming? This is totally like hypothetical. But if she hadn't eaten or drinking anything in like 12 hours and was battling like an opioid addiction, because you're not supposed to eat anything the night before surgery, wouldn't you wake up in like the worst pain of your life, aka withdrawal, and then Uh, be like, ah, and then... She already seemed a little loopy before the anesthesia. I mean, I'm just Again, this is all speculation. But it's telling that she never sued him, just slandered. Well, also, she probably got a lot of meds. Yeah. Post-op. So, anyway. So, so she ripped her stitches open. She goes, as it happens, I did rip my stitches open. I had to go to the emergency room. I lost so much blood, I almost died. You hear a flatline. And then should he get blood transfusions, according to her? She lost 6.3 pints That's of blood. literally almost all That's of all your blood. That's all your blood. That, yeah. Are, do, don't we only have like nine pints? Yeah. That's like you are 
Renee literally bled, bled out. She bled the fuck out and she was like vampired. She now walks around with the blood of the lamb running through her veins. I just wrote, I'm crying. <laughs> the, when I heard the flatline noise, I started, I screamed. I was like, oh. I couldn't believe it took this twist. I thought we were going to get a total success story. Mm-mm. And then when it kept beeping on like the 90, like her blood pressure was going down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, everything went dark. I couldn't hear oh, a thing. Was, <laughs> then I started hearing people. And I was like, oh my God, is what she? What did you hear? And they just, they did this weird editing thing where like you see her in like kind of fast forward, that kind of weird mm-hmm. words. And everything's like, she's going, oh, it's like a requiem for a dream moment. Chaos, chaos all around me. Everyone's freaking out. And, and then, as it happens, I did rip my stitches open she ripped her stitches open and then she goes this is what you'd call a plastic surgery nightmare i'll fucking say say, yeah renee renee spent 16 days in the hospital can you imagine that bill like truly probably hundreds of thousands of dollars oh for sure also because she got she ripped her she had a hole in her back she ripped her back open then had a hole in her back. Then got MRSA, like a, which is like a terrible like flesh-eating staph infection. So that's probably what kept her in the hospital for that long. Because oh, MRSA takes like can be really difficult to get rid of. And then you just cut to her and she's in her bed at home moaning and writhing going, oh, and she's up in her bedroom that just like... She has no curtains in her room. Just facing the street. Just facing the street, and there's and her like her like legs are. She's like she's going oh. <laughs> her little body and her and, little paw feet. Yeah. <laughs> there's people like can clearly just look and be like, oh, there's there's Renee. someone filming <laughs> Renee in her bedroom. Is that even her? I don't even think that's her bedroom. Why don't they have shades? I don't know. It really freaked me out when she said she sat up and ripped her whole back open Stop. and bled out. I was like Gia vibes. Remember Angelina Jolie? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, Did she, she gets, is that how she gets AIDS from the transfusion? No, there's just like harrowing. Like when she finally dies, like there's a interview with like the woman playing her mom or whatever. Cause it's shot like kind of like yeah. talking head style commentary. Um, and she's like, they lifted her up and her whole back fell off. Because her body just like withered away. Uh, but that's haunted. Ever since the second I heard that as a teen, I only think of Gia when people's backs fall off. Uh, so my Gia heads, you know what I'm talking about. She's just spread eagle looking <laughs> at the busy street. Plane Cars sight. going by. Oh, AJ. AJ. Oh. She's lonely. Come kiss your mother. Come kiss your mother, AJ. He's like, Mom, what's wrong? And she's like, give your mother a hug. I would be like, no, you're going to rip open yeah. again. Renee's pissed at Carla because she never checked in on her. Mm-hmm. She sent her one text the day of her surgery that was like, I hope your butt looks good. Good luck with your new ass. Good luck with your new ass. She calls Karen to like bitch about Carla. And Karen basically is just, oh my God, that's crazy. Is her the whole time. And then Karen comes over and Renee's like up and at him. She's like, fine now. 
and she's at the, her island and she has two giant glasses of white wine and ice ready for Karen. Mm-hmm. And she's just ripping cigs. I'm like, okay, so business as usual. <laughs> yeah, she was really like bounced back quickly. I love Renee going, this surgery showed me who my friends are. Your yeah. elective surgery. <laughs> she shows Karen a, this <laughs> ghastly photo of her split open back on like her Blackberry. And Karen, you just see Karen go, Renee, I can't look at that. And she looks at it and she goes, oh, Renee. Renee loves showing her whole pit <laughs> to people. <laughs> yeah. She's showing my whole, whole left and right. Look at my hole. She's to going know to, Renee is to know her see whole. her whole pics. She's going up to she's going up to like children on the street going, look at my back hole. This is what they did to me. Look at my hole. <laughs> this is what you call a plastic surgery nightmare. The kid starts screaming and running away. Renee. Carla's whole take on this situation is, I wish Renee had listened to me and gone to the gym every once in a while. But, I mean, Renee does say, she goes, it was not worth, the surgery was not worth it. I should have just gone to the gym. It was 35 pounds. Yeah. And Karen's like, yeah, you're right, bitch. Yeah. It was a learning experience. And you just see Karen, Renee slap down another glass of white wine and pour it. And she goes, I need a new therapist. (laughs) She goes, my ass is as flat as my stomach. It is a plastic surgery nightmare. This is what I did to my back. And the, her whole pick. Ah! Karen goes. She goes, look, you look see what it. I go it's through. It's like kind of yellow. And- it looks. Oh! It's, it has that Tamago-esque. Oh. I'm just really saddened. It's a total Tamago vibe. And Renee goes, this is what I have to do every day. This is what I go through. And goes and gets a huge handful of pills and brings them, slaps them down on the kitchen island. And it's like all her painkillers and like Cymbalta, like antidepressants and stuff. Just like an arsenal of pills. Every day. Every day I got to take them. They give you pills. They just want you to take pills. I love, too, that she's just really chaining cigs and also, drinking she's, she's fully like on she's like showing she's like telling on herself a little yeah i mean i think she's real as the, the first of a series of wake-up calls yeah. about like her dependence yeah and just like where her life has led her drita goes boxing and i want like a million dollar baby movie about me too a staten island mom mm-hmm. whose husband's in prison and to make ends meet she starts boxing starts training with anthony starts training with, and then takes it to the nationals but doesn't get paralyzed i don't want her to get paralyzed no that won't happen she could paralyze someone else yeah. and then she like goes on the run yeah she's the <laughs> she's like the woman that paralyzed hillary swank mm-hmm. that movie i can't handle it no i think of it constantly like i was just thinking every week i probably think of million dollar baby margo martindale being like sign this we went to disneyland before we saw you Mm -hmm. just the whole thing is shockingly shocking it is and sad like what is it yeah what did it do and then she won the oscar i mean it is like a very moving film where is hillary Hillary only needs to come out when Hillary wants to come out. Zicada. <laughs> Zicada vibes. Um, Drita goes, there's so many things going on. That, uh, she's, she's so stressed. She has to box and her coach has like pink eye. He also is like, he's like, why are you telling me your life story? <laughs> she's like, 
So I fight with this girl named Karen, and then Karen's at, and Anthony like just shows his face, and he's like, I like, like I have a business literally just here to box. Yeah. She's, so I'm taking it from the rooftop to the ring. I love. So I fight with this girl named Karen. It's like, <laughs> he's like the girl. They they also in the show as I've because I I just recently watched the whole thing. They love to say the girl called blank. Mm-hmm. The girl called Karen. <laughs> if it's like a new girl, the girl called Brittany. I love the girl call, like the girl called Lara. All the girls. Yeah. Um. And Anthony tells her she hits really hard. He's like, for a guy, even you're good. Yeah. He's like, she you can knew be a that. professional He's not, boxer. Not telling her anything she didn't already know. Yeah. She goes, I could. I wanted to box. I grew up and I wanted to box. I told my dad. I said, Dad, I want to be a boxer. He said, You're too pretty to be a boxer. Oh, you're too pretty. Anthony's literally like. He's like, <laughs> so, ooh, can we start the yeah, like, let's wrap this up. like a 50 minute session? I took kickboxing as a child. My mom, my parents wanted me to like know how to defend myself because I was gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, I did it and I was, I liked it. It's fun. <laughs> this made me want to, there's like a boxing gym walking distance from here and i'm you should like do it. i need to go and it's just like take workout. some lessons yeah really good for the arms i think i might mix things up this year do it, girl and go go bo- three, go do, to be, like a, do a box pilates hybrid what if you get really into boxing i mean it wouldn't be the first time i really i had a trainer when i first moved to la that would like come over a couple days a week and he was really into boxing and we would train and he would train me as a boxer and he tried to get me to get to do a fight but i don't want to get hit no you're get, you just got these lips done no and i'm not like you can't i'm i don't that talk about CTE. i like to talk shit i do not i don't want to get hit talk in the about face. cte i also don't know if i i've never punched i've never punched someone in the face Here which could be fun but I don't want to risk me getting punched in the face. This is this is me as a boxer. Um, so Dritza goes, okay, I got to go now. And he's like, thank God. He's like, great, we boxed for two seconds because you literally told me your life story yeah. from birth to present day. Because I feel really good. And he goes, great. Then we I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do this boxing thing. He's like, like great, get out of here. Karen meets Ramona Rizzo, who's her childhood best friend, who they're so close, they just call each other the cousins. At the favorite steakhouse. Yeah, they go, Ramona goes, remember we used to come here with you know who? Karen Karen goes, goes, yeah, I used to come here with Lee. Yeah. I was like, you're fucking starting shit. Yep. Right off the bat. Classic Karen. Karen and Karen's like, Dorita's, since our fight, she's been trying to like start up combo with me. And she goes, I mean... You want to send me a text? A fucking text message? And then Ramona goes, what do you really want to do, Karen? Like, what do you really want to, like, solve with Drita? And then she looks at her and she goes, I want to hurt her. She goes, why are you out here in these streets saying you beat my ass? I was like, Karen. Because she did. Because she did. She She fucked her ass up. She fucked her ass. (laughs) Never forget when they're on the rooftop and they're holding them apart and then... Drita sees Karen in the distance and she goes, she's coming. <laughs> the way that that fight started, because there was a flashback of it at the beginning of this episode. And it literally begins with 
Drita just sweeping everything off the table except for two glasses, taking them and breaking them over Karen's face. It's they, You don't fucking fight Drita. No. And then Ramona... I want to hurt her. <laughs> Ramona gives Karen some really sage <laughs> advice. Because <laughs> Karen's like, what should I do? And Ramona goes, just say, listen, Dre. I got your messages. I'll respond when I'm ready. Until then, hold your breath. <laughs> well, it's me to every woman that asks me about like, what she should do about a guy texting her. What's that? What's that? What was that meme going around of someone being like, "I can't handle." I'm at capacity. I'm at capacity right I'm now. At capacity. This is the the Staten Island yeah. version of that. Listen, I got your messages, and I'll respond when I'm ready. Until then, hold, hold your, your breath. breath, Renee. Is wearing like a Dune style necklace, <laughs> <laughs> heading to I guess a therapist or who was he? That's her new therapist. I mean, he's he was sexy to me. Yeah, but he is also if it's like took one look at him and I was like, this man is not gonna help you. No. Her old therapist fired. <laughs> I loved her old therapist. Her old therapist was like. You're deeply troubled. Like, I believe this therapist wanted to like help her. This therapist in, is feeding he, into... He's he looks like, like he's at, like, the bada bing. <laughs> I thought he Michael. Was, I was into him. I liked his new balances. His he's questionable always kind of diplomas. looking at her. He's like... Yeah. He's as like, she talks, he's too reactive. Like, I like a stone-faced oh, therapist. Yeah. I don't want you to even react. No. He's like this. He's going... <laughs> He goes, and and he, he goes like well, we can't have that. Everything he says to her, I feel like he's actually just goading her and kind of challenging her to do what she says she's going to do. Renee sits down. She goes, ah, look what we got. We got candy and we got tissues so I can cry. <laughs> and she looks like literal Helen of Troy in this necklace. I think she looks really snatched after her 16-day hospital stay. It did wonders for her cheekbones. Renee's talking about like how angry she is with Carla and he's and he's like she's like that's not a true friend a true friend comes and sees you she's not and he's like you're right that's not that's not nice of her and then she goes he goes so what what is your ideal way to handle Carla and she goes she looks she bends over her eyes are bugging because I think she's a little and she goes jaw wired shut <laughs> he goes what is the main issue here that you are wanting to work on? And then instead of like really taking it like introspective mm -hmm. to a place of like, what can I as mm -hmm. Renee Graziano like really do for myself? She goes right now. My main issue is I have to avoid a person who I want to confront. I was like, that's not exactly what he <laughs> was what talking about. He goes, well, maybe you should try, maybe this means you need to try a different approach. And that's when she goes, I found a different approach. You don't want to know my approach. You talk like that, you're going to have your mouth wired shut. shut. That's what she said. And Sorry. then his face, he goes, <laughs> and I was like, you're encouraging her, Michael. He goes, then, well, we don't, we don't want to do we that. We don't want to do that, do Renee. We? And then Renee goes, okay, thank you very much, Michael. And then <laughs> she just leaves. And then you see her walking down the alley and she's like this. <laughs> she did show him her whole pic too. Yeah, she goes, "Look at what this! Look what they she did goes, to well, me!" After my surgery was botched, <laughs> look what they did to me. And he's like, <laughs> he keeps 
<laughs> he went. Everyone He's that, smiling. Everyone goes home and just barfs. Every you immediately <laughs> barf when you see the whole pic. I think they blurred a lot. They even blurred the whole pic on Amazon. Did they for you? I saw. Or it looks like overexposed. I saw. I saw crusted. Like I look like the Sarlacc pit in Star Wars. <laughs> Renee really needs uh. to like work on just like self acceptance and self love because it make it really does make me so sad. She says she goes. She's like I'm an ugly woman, and I'm like you're not. You're, you're literally beautiful. gorgeous. You have gorgeous green eyes. Like you're you were like a knockout when you were younger. And also, you're just like a strong force of nature of a woman. I know. Like you are a like. There's a reason that you're still here, still kicking. The reason yeah. that you did so well on the show. It's like you're the not, reason for the season. It's not even about looks, but you're killing it in the looks department. Like you're good. Yeah, but she says it, and he doesn't say like. Well, I guess he. It's for her to like figure out. But she goes. She says it with such. It's not even. She's not even compliment fish or. No, it's true. She's like, I'm an ugly woman. I know, and I'm like, oh my god, Renee, you're beautiful. Stop. I know, but I'm like, that's the big thing we need to work on. Well, it's probably from fucking Junior. I know, and her dad or whatever. And it's not about her life. It's not about Kala. It's never been about Kala. It's not about the Kala. Mm -mm. Um, I'm. I just wrote. I'm craving New York. Me too. Renee tells Drita. (laughs) She she goes, Drita, I was dead. She's like calling to invite you to my birthday or my celebration of life. She's been reborn. Mm-hmm. She's come back from. I wonder what she saw in the afterlife. This is nothing. Je- Jesus. <laughs> she she went, just saw blackness. She goes, there ain't nothing on the other side. Everything went black. There's nothing there. Just a void. Yeah. She should write. Where's her book? Yeah. What happened in those minutes? She was flatlined. Dead. 6.3 pints out the door. Drita's always so good. She's always Renee. She's always going, oh, whoa. Wow. Yeah, I guess Carla called Renee the day of her surgery and just said, can't wait to see a new ass. Which is. That's great. That's like a what do you want? Yeah. You're getting a new ass. Yeah. I'm so, you know, you're so brave. It's like you wanted, you asked for the surgery. It's elective. I'm sorry. It's cosmetic surgery. Like your friends being, it's not like you got like a tumor removed or no, something. It's not like your appendix burst and yeah. you were rushed to the ER. It you was got, like. You, so her being like, you really know when your friends, it's like, no, but you, this is, honey, you asked for this. Like this, you put this on yourself. Yeah. So. Drita goes, well, get your dancing shoes on. And Renee goes, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. Gonna shake my little ass. Ha, ha, ha. And she turns around and you can see the scar that start. You can see like she's been cut. I never knew that they cut you all the way around. She was fucking filleted. She was carved. She was carved. Halloween. Up Halloween style. You don't need to do that. She's not inviting Carla, which is so petty. They've literally known each other for like 35 years. You don't get an invite. Yeah. And then Drita tells Carla this later, and she goes, well, really, I think Renee is a bipolar bitch. She goes, I didn't know Renee was on a deathbed. She goes, I would have been there for her if I'd known. She's a bipolar bitch. You never yeah. know what you're going to get. Um, then the, <laughs> night, the night of the party, Renee, Renee. Renee is, I'm sorry, but she's stoned. Stoned. She's, she's putting it. <laughs> slathering on the purple eyeshadow 
she was tonight's my night no but then you see her like almost like they're filming her from like the entryway of her bedroom and she has she's trying on all these dresses and she just goes you hear her literally go oh <laughs> she's really ends up with like a j-lo versace kind mm-hmm. of look she's ready she goes tonight's the night it's her big night it's her celebration and it better not be any drama here yeah Drita and famous last word she goes i hope Drita stays on her side and Karen stays on her side. And I guess Drita's just been texting Karen up ever since she heard that they were both going to Renee's party. And it's a stormy ass night too. Karen and Ramona are getting ready in Karen's terrifying apartment. (laughs) Or bordello apartment. Also, I'm like, Karen, get a fucking manicure, babe. Like (laughs) when, when Renee called her earlier, it was like one middle fingernail was missing. I just can't. I'm like... If you're on TV and you're in like a real Housewives-ish scenario, I expect the manicure to be on fleek. Um, Karen's skin looks good, though. Yeah, she really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's glowing. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all these women are They're pretty. all beautiful, yeah. The thunder is starting. It's a hot, late summer night's eve. Heat storm. And Renee arrives alone, at, and all her friends are there. And, and her one, that one woman, Nicole, I think, or Nick. Nicole with the curly blonde hair. She goes, "Where's Renee?" And they go, "She's not here." She goes, "She's not here yet." And I just love. Of course, she's late. Late to her own funeral. The venue looks like a Bally's Total Fitness. I'm like, it what is. the fuck is this place that they're having this party? <laughs> it's true. Like, I don't understand this venue. It's like Platinum Pilates. La Piazza's Palazzo. Vincesca's Palazzo. <laughs> Tatiana. Tatiana de Amis. They do like establishing <laughs> shots of all the various food tables and Renee's cake. It's, a, it's tr- a purse and a sh- one shoe. It's a boot. It's, it's a, a bo- purse and a high golden heel. It's a I place was of boots. dying. She did it. She said, my celebration of life is all about boots. <laughs> boots in the house down. She's going to boots the house down with this <laughs> purse and one shoe cake. Junior, of course, Junior's there. Renee's so happy that Junior's there. Junior looks like Mauricio's like older brother. He looks like Juicy Joe and Mauricio fucked and had a junior. Who was literally born full-sized. Yeah. Um, Then we got our first glimpse of the angel herself. Big Ange Ranola. She's so just like thrown in the mix, like very casually. And then becomes the star of the whole fucking series. With one single... One feather in her hair, her earrings... Magenta feather. Just a magenta kind of striped feather. Lips to the gods. Tits tits to the gods and beyond. Tits the size of... These two tables. Yeah. Like knockers. Huge. Like, how does she... You could rest a child. She wouldn't even be big Ange if she just didn't have those huge tits. But it's it's what makes her so great. She's like... She puts me at ease and at peace whenever she speaks. Yeah. Well, I, I, told, and like her I think very I mentioned presence. this, but when I worked at Paper Magazine, an editor there, when she was still a writer for it, before she became an editor, she was profiling Big Ange, and she went out to Staten Island one day, and Ange took her to the Drunken Monkey, which was her now defunct bar that was operating illegally. But she <laughs> spent the day with Big Ange, and like 
And then they ended up, she, I think she got a little drunk and she had to go back. She was leaving to go on a bus to take it to the ferry to get back to Manhattan. And Big Ange goes, how are you getting home? And she's like, oh, I'm going to take the bus. And she goes, no, no, no. So she drove her all the way across Staten Island in her convertible and dropped her at the ferry. Because she was like, you're not taking the bus. So she oh. drove. So what? Abby, the, this editor, like drove with her to the ferry. Isn't that sweet? That's a queen shit. Right? In a convertible. She was just like, you're not taking. It was like late. She's like, you're not taking the bus. So she, she was like, get in my car. Big Ange is eternal. She is. I was really, it's, it's really sad that she's not here anymore. I know. It's a true loss. And every time you see her loss. on the show, like as we'll get in like more, cause she is so featured more and more. You just, it's like heartbreaking. Cause you're like, you're wishing you could just go to her Instagram and see some funny video she did. And like keep up with her. 2016. Man. She went. Anyway, but she's so funny. Immediate Drita and her too are so their friendship is so pure. And I love like I love her and Drita together. Yeah, they have Drita's my other like favorite. They have like a soul sister kind of like big sister, little sister, and mm-hmm. she loves Big Ange. <laughs> big Ange is just like she's like, I think all you do a better big Ange. She's like, I think you all need to just you need to go in there and just talk to her. Just talk. She says, doctor, go in there and talk to her. She gave me that right now. She, Big Ange starts brokering deals between Karen and Rita. Well, okay. So Big Ange is, I mean, we'll get to know her a little in the next episode, but she's a full on like mafia girl. Mm-hmm. Like she was raised in the mafia. Like she's, I like the wise guys because they buy me cars and houses and nice clothes. Ooh. I like the wise guys. So, yeah, she's, like, all about, like, talking it out. And she goes over to Karen and she goes, Drita wants you to talk. Drita wants to talk to you. Drita wants you to talk to you. Just maybe go have a cigarette with her. Go outside and have a cigarette. And Karen goes, I don't smoke. Fuck you, Karen. Fuck you, Karen. Who the fuck? You think you're better than me? I would just, I'd beat Karen up. Big Ann's just a smooth, she just comes in and she's a, they send her in. She's the cleanup. Mm -hmm. She smooths things out. She's, we're going to have a sit down. You guys I, are going to have a sit down. I like the wise guys because they buy me things. <laughs> they buy me the nice cars and the houses. I wish it was like it was in the old days. It's not like that anymore. It isn't. You don't get like a fur. I don't like the guys out here today. They don't treat women well. They don't. No. She's always talking about, I miss the old days. She misses the old days where you just like got jewelry. Yeah. And like. Went to clubs and and she's a big smoker. Huge. Was that what killed her? Yeah. She got lung cancer. Fuck. I know. It's sad. I know. It's really sad. Ugh. Well, I, this is an honor. We're honoring her legacy and her legacy lives on. And I truly. I'm so ready for this. Season. I don't even really believe in heaven, but. She's there if there she, is. If there is one, she's sitting there. I'm sitting. Smoking. There was five a, packs of cigs a day. I read when I rewatched, I read this profile of her. The New York Times did a profile, like an obituary for her. As they should. And at the end, they some anecdote at her funeral, the priest of her like parish that she'd went to her whole life said that he helped. She helped him arrange some charity for Hurricane Sandy relief. And at the end of the night, she came up to him. And she goes, where's my cut? <laughs> like in all earnest. 
<laughs> it's a great question. Where's Yo, my cut? Where, where's my cut? But yeah. So the snor- the set, the scene is set. Karen joins Rita outside. Renee is watching through the window. And Renee goes, oh boy. <laughs> they can't be invited <laughs> at my party. This is my celebration of life. And the fight of like the century is coming. It just shows us like tiny scenes from the fight. But there is one of Karen being held back by a security guard as she grabs plates off oh. of a buffet and throws them into a crowd. Ramona has blood on her mouth going, "Give, send him to me. Let me have him. They conjured Zul. Zul. Um, so guys, I hope everyone is excited for this great new season. I'm excited that this is 19 episodes. Oh, it's a, it, we're going to be spending sp- half the year talking about these, these women. It'll be summer. Yeah. So get ready. I love that. Get ready. I love we're that cruising, for us. Cruising, cruising right through the year. Summertime for the Staten Island girls. These are my summer girls. They are. And I think they're gorgeous. I'm inspired by their beauty, their Me voices, too. their accents. Their power. Yeah. They're powerful, powerful women. Yeah. So I would say even more powerful than many housewives. Yeah. I always think too, like Big Ange probably would have been taken out by COVID. I'm glad she didn't have to yeah. see COVID. That would have been too much for her. She, she likes des- to be she social. Didn't deserve, yeah, like, no. It was it was She probably would have been like, I'm not wearing the mask. Yeah, I don't think I don't know what her vibe. But I'm just glad she didn't have to deal with it. Me too. Because just like a lot of shit in the last few years. I know. Like she really got out. She got out. Kind of probably at the right time. Pre-Trump. Pre all that shit. Yeah. Pre-COVID. A real one. A real one. Hats off to, to Big Ange. She did that. Um, let us know if you guys are excited, which I know you will be. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Guys, oh my God, huge news. We have shows coming up that you really need to get into. We have shows this summer that are on sale now, and you simply must go to them. Denver, Colorado, June (gasps) 2nd. Holy shit. At the Bluebird Theater. Guys, this is also during Pride Month. Yeah, this is major. We're ushering in... Pride. The summer season and Pride going on our Pride. This is the Pride tour. This is a Pride tour. We're going to yeah, call it the Pride tour. Yeah, this is the Pride tour. This is the Born This Way tour. <laughs> we're going to call it the Born This Way ball. Yeah. Yeah. Monsters ball. So Denver, Colorado, June 2nd. Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 4th. Detroit, June 5th. <gasps> and Philadelphia, June 7th. If you live in those cities, you've got to just get tickets. Guys, it is truly in your best interest to do so. I'm gonna be. We're gonna. I'm gonna be wearing like a fucking romper. Yeah, you will not only want to come for the community that you will find in fellow subheads. You'll also want to come to see what we're wearing and and for the lols and for the lols and Philly part two. Can't we need wait. you. I'm. Seattle show is sold out. Yeah. Low ticket warnings for San Francisco and Portland guys. It's like a three weeks away. Like let's let's do this. We're doing this shit. The We're seafood tower shit. tour. It's happening. So it's happening. come experience it. Like why not? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fabulous. Um. So head to LarsMarie.com 
for the links to the ticks. Or go to any of our socials and click the link in bio and there's links to every show. There's links to merch and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's leaps. There's leaps. <laughs> Place of leaps. A tour of leaps. Maybe my lips will be done by then. Yeah. We can have the lips tour in the fall. Yeah. That okay. will be lips tour. All right. But now we have seafood tower tour and the pride tour. Pride tour. The born this way. The born ball. this way tour and then <laughs> leaps. I'm excited. Hope you are too. And I will see you all on tour. See you there. Bye. Bye.